everyone welcome back to another episode of awm insights we're continuing down the path of really digesting or and uh, pulling apart our multi-generational wealth formula for clients listening you've undoubtedly heard us uh, talk about this in the past but we thought it would be great to break down little pieces into segments here and so far we've hit on human capital uh, how important that is and the different types of human capital that exist and you know those were physical intellectual and social and ultimately Ultimately, what comes out of that human capital is income and gross income. So before tax income is what we're talking about when we talk about income. And so today, what we're going to dig into a little bit is, you know, what are the different types of income that you actually can earn? And then, you know, not all of this income is treated exactly the same. So they're taxed differently. Some of them take more effort, all those different types of things. So, you know, we'll, we'll dig into this today and then we're going to talk a little bit about tax and then we'll end up uh, going into a whole tax planning episode after this to, to foreshadow a little bit. But, you know, when we think about income so often we think about our employment income so for our athletes listening you know this is what the team pays you or for our founders listening this is what the company pays pays you and you're an employee of that company and so you get paid wages for that for that employment and most of us know you get uh, w-2 at the end of the year and that's what the tax filing form is called and this is a good thing, right? The employer has the obligation to withhold taxes out of your paycheck. It's a little bit more consistent. You know, they take some of the planning burden off of you. But with that comes a little bit of less flexibility from a tax planning standpoint. Like I said, we'll get into that in a future episode. But that's the primary way that most of us get our employment income. There's another way, uh, which is more of a self-employment type income and you'll often hear this referred to as independent contractor or you know referred to as the tax form you actually get which is a 1099 uh, for athletes listening this is how you're getting income from your endorsement deals for instance or other sponsorship type deals that you've done or if you start you know a sole proprietorship and you're doing some sort of business activity uh, you're going to get a 1099 with this taxes aren't withheld uh, so this is a surprise to some some of you guys when you, no, get you don't your, get to keep it all right yeah you get your first tops check your first nike check and you know everything seems great and then all of a sudden you know you find out that you got to pay taxes on it hopefully you haven't spent it all at that point but you know the onus is on you to some planning around that uh but it also provides you a lot more flexibility right. and so we'll get into that um but definitely then there's the investment side right yep so your investments kick off Income, right? We're not just talking about income that is earned directly, let's call it, from your your efforts, your human capital, physical, intellectual, social. This is where we're starting to get a little bit into the nuances, into the weeds, if you will, of this virtuous cycle we've hit on with respect to this multi-generational wealth formula. But after you've built up a little bit of a nest egg and investment portfolio, that portfolio kicks off interest, dividends, and capital gains. Hopefully, you're doing some smart tax planning, and we're going to get into that, as you alluded to, to, to really minimize the tax burden there. 
hopefully you're maximizing the income that your portfolio is uh, kicking off in the most efficient way. Again, we're really going to get in the weeds there. There's a lot of nuance and moving parts to that. But this is also getting into the topic of passive income. So kind of put a placeholder in that. We'll jump into that when we talk a lot about the, the very end of this formula, which is the resulting investment portfolio. Again, we're starting to get to a point where the, the cycle is repeating on itself. But Suffice it to say, right, you're using your human capital, you're driving gross income, you have to pay taxes on it, right? We all know that. And then your investments are starting to really feed on themselves. That's part of this power of compound interest that investing provides. And it, it really produces that long-term growth of wealth that we, we all know at least has existed in the past. Interest, dividends, and capital gains are all part of that. So interest is typically kicked off uh, from fixed income or bond type investments. Dividends, that comes from stocks, right? A stock, not all of them, but stocks in general will pay a dividend when they release their earnings. You get a, a small piece of the profits essentially distributed to you as a as an equity shareholder. That happens whether you're holding the stock directly or through a mutual fund or ETF, a pooled vehicle. And then capital gains, the last piece of it is, is when you go to sell an asset, whether it be a, a stock in the, in the stock market, a bond in the market, or a real estate property, if there is an asset and it has a, appreciated in price, you're going to earn a gain on that. There's a tax that that uh, results as well. And whether it's a short-term gain or a long-term gain, again, some will jump into, depends on how much tax burden you you, you get from that. But the, these are other sources of income. Once, especially once uh, the, the portfolio has been built, these are aspects that really drive continued uh, success and allowing you to reach your priorities. And I think a good place to maybe tie this out is with that income, right? They're, they're not all treated equally from a tax perspective. So you hit on capital gains, but those are taxed favorably in most cases versus other income that we're generally receiving uh, that are going to be taxed at our ordinary income tax rates. And so, you know, clients that are listening, you know, we harp on this quite a bit is that, you know, income for you guys and gals that are in the highest tax bracket is something that we would, unless you need it, but uh, if you don't need it, we would prefer to prioritize things that are going to have a capital gains treatment longer term. And so that's going to help us to decide which which investments potentially to make and which ones not to make. And everybody isn't created equal. So your buddy down the street that's in a low tax bracket, he's got a couple of rental properties. No big deal. That income's adding to his ordinary right. tax bracket. Right. Not a big deal. You're making millions of dollars a year. You're in the highest tax bracket. Income from rental properties got to look not not that it's bad, but you just got to look at it from a different lens. And so, you know, all these different incomes are great. You want aspects of all of them as part of your income portfolio, if you want to call it that. But we do need to be really thoughtful about what the taxes are, what that net impact is to us at the end of the day. The one thing I would just add from the different tax treatment on all these things, one beautiful thing about gains, and we'll probably d jump into this next week. So teaser for next week is capital gains can typically be deferred for really, really long periods of time. And if you if you just understand the general math around compounding, that's a great thing as opposed to income. Hey, you get it this year. Guess what? You you likely have to pay tax on it when that money hits your account. And so that's a beautiful thing about capital gains. Absolutely. Well, hopefully this is helpful. Just talking about the different types of income that could be coming to you. Like we have talked about throughout the episode. Next week, we'll talk about the tax planning to get around 
as much of the tax as possible from each of these different segments of income and ultimately help to build that multi-generational wealth for you. But until next time, own your wealth, make an impact, and always be a pro. The information in this podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific, individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision.